0: Good to see you, Lindsay.
1: Hey, Doug. Good to see you, too.
0: So we are just about ready for the rhythm of school to be back in session.
1: Man, this is our first year of like real school. Whoa. Like I kind of felt like preschool was like optional. Like it was.
0: <laughs> 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 All the preschool teachers are like. Grr. They're cringing right now. Yeah.
1: No, but it was felt more like it was only three days a week. Right. And it was like if we missed a day, it wasn't that big a deal. But like kindergarten's like. We're in it now. We're yeah. in the public schools. We're, you know, yeah. all the whole thing. So it feels like real deal this year. It is the but real it, yeah. deal. <laughs> Not yeah. just for us, but for everybody returning to school. Gets yeah. us back into a normal rhythm of things.
0: Yeah. And do you, are you excited about the, the rhythm? Are you like grieving the end of summer?
1: Um, I wouldn't say I'm grieving the end of summer. I think we've done summer well. So I'm excited for something new. Yeah.
0: All right. So real fast. <laughs> what is it going to be like seeing Juniper get on the bus the oh, first time? No,
1: no. I can't talk about that. <laughs> no, she I I'm praying that she's going to be brave. I think she's going to be nervous, but um, I, I don't I'm so excited for her yeah. and I'm excited for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> truth. But uh, no, I think she'll do great. And I, I think it'll be exciting for both of us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm already planning like a kindergarten parents get together at my house are you really (laughs) i asked a friend i was like is that something people do or is that weird (laughs) and my friend was like well i was like i'm gonna do it anyway you're doing it
0: anyways doggone it it's gonna happen
1: (laughs) i want to get to know everybody yeah anyway yeah so it's good though i think it'll be good
0: yeah, it's weird. Uh, my, Caleb goes back he, ninth grade wow. this year. I know. I have a ninth grade and a sixth grader. That's so exciting. both my kids will be in the youth group this year. Cool. Which hopefully they won't fight uh, during youth group stuff. <laughs> no, definitely they won't. We can't make any promises. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the rhythm setting. I always feel like, you know, th- these last few weeks of August, I just start getting excited for yeah. the normalness to set back yeah. in. And th- I mean, whatever. There's no such thing as normal, but no. just the predictableness. Of, yeah. Yeah. You know, the kids are gone all day. Um, I have my, my office in the kitchen table back. <laughs> like it's a wonderful feeling. Yeah. I don't have to retreat. And I've been hyper-caffeinated all summer oh. because like when I'm home, my kids are, or at least K- uh, Kylie's around a lot. She's great <laughs> and she and she's super fun to hang out with, but I need to get work done. Yeah. So I've been at Backyard Beans like most days. In fact, I you can ask Brittany, I'm pretty sure I, I was at Backyard Beans more hours than Brittany who works her every day <laughs> this past week. They
1: should start paying you. They,
0: you know, that's actually a really good idea. I could just be like a sponsored pastor, yeah, exactly, at, you know, like,
1: exactly. Anyways.
0: <laughs> But um I'm going to be just, a
1: pastor in residence. Yeah,
0: I like that. I have a friend of mine. He's a he's a he's a resident theologian at a there church. There you go. Like, that sounds well, you great. De-
1: the coffee shop definitely needs a resident theologian. They do. They do. I can.
0: I'm not sure what I would theologize on, but uh I'd have to ask Ben. Ben could give me some really he good stuff. He could. Maybe he should. Be I think he should probably theology. be the resident theologian. Let's be honest.
1: Oh, um, man. Anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anyways, but I'm excited for the rhythms. I, yes. Even um, so, I spent a lot of time during the summer uh, where I actually set up my next from September through December, my oh, calendar, my personal yeah. calendar, yeah, my yeah. work calendar. And I also have been working through these things called focus goals this year. And, mm. and it's uh, family, others, uh, or sorry. Wait, what is yeah. it? Yeah, family, others, communication under the surface and shape, and so like mm. you know, kind of hits the mind, soul, body, strength stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I've really been enjoying just dreaming about what it looks like. And one of the big shifts that I, this actually surprised me. This happened while I was on vacation. I was looking through communications, and that's just you know, time I spend with people in church and like mm. you know, elders and you know, everyone else at Renew, which mm-hmm. I love to do. I mean, that's yeah. some of my favorite stuff. Good. Um, spending time with people, <laughs> it's really fun. But I noticed that the last thing on my list was um, people that aren't are yet not yet followers of mm, Jesus, and mm-hmm. I thought to myself, what would it look like if in the next four months I flipped it, hmm. and the first the first person I put on a calendar for a week has hmm. to be one who is not yet a follower of Jesus. Hmm. And so I'm like, can I do that? Is that realistic? How do I show grace in that? But it really excited me. I was like, oh man. That is exciting. And just the other day, I ran into a guy at the hockey rink um, who lives like, uh, he lives like right on maybe like, Minutes away here wow. in Lansdow, and I was like, Oh my gosh! And so, Chris and I are gonna try to meet up here soon. Cool, and he you know didn't grow up in church around church, yeah. anything like that, just a super good guy. He's a good goalie, too. And he looks <laughs> well, I mean, like ne- <laughs> he looks like Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, and his last name is Patrick. Oh, so, we call him related. Neil Patrick Harris, but he said oh, that's he's his not.
1: It doesn't make sense, I know, anyway.
0: <laughs> I know, it's like really weird. Sorry, there's like nothing redeemable about that, but anyways, all that to say, it's just so good to be able to meet. The people who we're in contact with all the time yeah just what does it look like to build health? and especially if we want to be a church where we continue to believe that god's calls to see the nursery grow like people come to meet jesus and walk with them faithfully then we need to put that as important in our schedule so that's a rhythm that's changing for me that's exciting super that is
1: exciting A few weeks ago, I got to go to a retreat for artists, Christian artists. Um, Well, a few of them would probably scoff at that title, but (laughs) (laughs) artists who are also Christians. There we go. Um, (laughs) And we talked a lot. Uh, It was just an amazing retreat, really eye opening. And we're currently a bunch of us are reading a book together. We're talking and the book talks about the power of story Mm. and um, how the church has kind of pushed away fiction and the church has kind of pushed away story, even though the Bible is so embedded with story, even not true stories. Newsflash parables were not real true fact stories. Jesus made them
0: up to prove a point. (laughs) You mean no guy actually went and found buried treasure in a field? No, I mean, that's a bummer. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But anyway, um, so we've kind of been working on redeeming stories whether they be fact or fiction. Hmm. Um, And it's just been a really powerful thing to find truth in fiction. Um, I've been reading more fiction and just even a fun light read at the beach. You know, you can find God in those types of books. Absolutely.
0: Um,
1: And so, yeah, that's just been really neat. But we're hoping this fall with the podcast to be um, sharing more stories from the people of Renew.
0: Mm. Yeah, and we're really excited about this, and so we are looking. Some of you are going to be getting phone calls and emails from <laughs> us very, very soon. Um, but we just want to hear the stories. Like, yeah. tell us how you got where you are. Mm-hmm. What are the things that make you tick? What's your like? What's that god-sized dream in your life yeah. that you're super excited about? Yeah. Um, you know, what would it look like if you know? What's your big ask? What are those things? Mm-hmm. So we're really looking forward to just hearing the stories. Yeah. And, that, and that's one of the things that we really value at Renew. Mm -hmm. When we're at gatherings, we have a whole part of our liturgy called story because we know stories are, they shape us, they challenge us, they change us, they call us to live in a different way.
1: Yeah. And my hope is that this, these stories that we share on the podcast are a way to get to know each other better. Yes. Maybe it's something you wouldn't share in a five minute conversation after church, but it's something you would share, you would be willing to share with it the group at large, um, as a way to get to know each other better. Cause I've had people come up to me and say, Oh, I heard your story on the podcast and I feel like I know more about you than you know about me, which is obviously true. Cause I didn't know them. Yeah. <laughs> but I think if we share more stories from people in our congregation or in our community, that we would get to know each other better and, you know, feel the freedom to come up to somebody who you heard on the podcast and say, I heard that about you. And I, um, And I feel that way too. Or let's connect on about that. Like a few weeks ago, we talked about birds with Tim and Cindy, and the person who also saw God in birds reached out to me. Are you? So I know who it is now. Yes. (laughs) And so we still haven't made a date to get coffee, but that's on the books. That's so cool. We're just hoping these stories really foster more community and not you know, not like you heard the story and that was it. Like, we want you to take it further if you connected with something mm. that you hear.
0: Yeah, that's, I think, and again, I, I love that vision that you just cast, Lindsay, because <laughs> there's something there for us to recognize that really at the end of what we have, you know, if, if Renew closes its doors, you know, tomorrow or 10 years from now, mm. like what we have left are those stories. Yeah. And it's those stories are those places where we can enter into the thin space where God meets us Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. a vulnerable space. And I really appreciate that. One of the things that we hear constantly about just what folks who are brand new with renew really enjoy is the authenticity. They're like, it just feels really authentic It feels really vulnerable. And it's like, well, Let's continue to see that happen with. Yeah, and I podcasts. think that's
1: one of the rules. If you're going to be on the podcast, you have to be authentic. And if your story is not perfect, it's not perfect. It, I mean, it's not if. It's like when your story is not perfect, we want to yeah. hear that too. Absolutely, we don't want to hear a. a Shined up version of your story. We want to hear how it really happened. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's. I I think that's one of the really important things. Is a lot of times when we hear stories, we hear after the hard things have happened. Yeah, like oh, all these bad things, and God Mm. redeemed them. But sometimes Mm -hmm. it's okay to be in that middle spot. And that's why we call the in between. It's we want to see how God is at work (laughs) in the place between our gatherings, and it's not always resolved like with a snap of a finger. Sometimes it takes time. Yeah, I mean, you know. Abraham and Sarah followed God all over the wilderness for a long, long time until that Mm. promise was finally, you know, seen or, you you know, Simeon, the old prophet Mm -hmm. or the old priest guy hanging out at the temple. um, He was an old man when he finally saw what the Lord said he was going to see. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we'll be reaching out to you or you can reach out to us and we would love to talk to you about your story.